Hello, I'm Lorne Balfe. I'm a composer for film and games and television and commercials. And I believe we're going to be talking about Terminator Genesis today. Uh, thanks so much for uh, for letting us sit down here in, in your studio and talk about uh, Terminator. Um, and we'll c cover some other ob uh, subjects as well. But uh, let's start with Terminator. So this is uh, a pretty big franchise that you, got, that you did this summer. And uh, I think it shares uh, one thing in common, which is with Jurassic World, which is another composer, Michael Giacchino, is taking over a very well-known theme that mm -hmm. a lot of people grew up with. So when you started on this project, um, what were the initial ideas of what the approach was going to be? Were you going to make it something new? Because you guys are starting a trilogy, I think, or, they, or the idea is to start a trilogy. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if it goes that way. But... Um, what was the the first ideas and the first meetings? What were you guys talking about? What the music was going to do? I think the f the first the first conversation was, I think, um, it was really regarding: Are we going to have a nod to the the old themes? Mm -hmm. Because those two, firstly, there's not many fantastic, memorable themes out there where it's just a rhythm. And that bottom bum 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 it's pretty iconic and right. it's and it's so simple too. It's so oof. But <laughs> it? I wouldn't regard it as simple because the weirdest thing is is that it's 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 it, you're mad that I'm sure everybody's mad that they hadn't thought of it. Right. But it seems I guess it seems simple on the outside because it's just one, two, three, what, yeah. five notes. Yeah. Right. So it just seems yes. like it's something that could you could just hit, you know. Yes, but the, then Yes, but I suppose it's like it's like ba 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 da da da. But you know, look, we're going through a kind of an interesting time with sequels and franchises right, yeah. where people just ditch the whole concept right. of the thematical world and start afresh. And I think that this film is yes, it's a new, it's not a sequel, it's not a prequel, right? Um, and there are shots in it which are identical to T two. Yeah. So you kind of go, well, it's we should be having a musical nod also, right. because as well as taking the themes, there's a couple of scenes when we do try to get as close as possible to what was in the original film. Right. So the conversation was, yes, are we going to use, but um, but um, and are we going to use da 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 the big theme? Right. Yeah. Um, and we and it was like yes, and then I think we moved on, because the thing is, is that. We knew we ha we we were going to use it, and we kind of strangely enough knew where, yeah, to use it. How do you figure that out? Like, when is the okay? This is a, is it just as simple as like okay, we're nodding to the first film. Should we use the theme here, or is it like it's kind of? I, I mean, I'm yeah. referencing Jurassic World as the helicopter shot going to the island. Okay, cut to John Williams. Yes. Or so is it as simple as okay, we're he's saying a line, you know, nodding to the first one. Mm. Should we use it there? Like, is it that simple, easy, or to well, the, out? I. Th the thing is, is that with the Duddums, let's just uh, let's abbreviate it. The Duddums, that to me was um, when you kick ass, when something great right. happens, like a was big. Yeah, yeah big because one. when that happens, and especially when you hear "I'll be back," <laughs> <laughs> of course you're gonna go for bum bum bum. That's that's the payoff, isn't it? Because yeah. you grin. Right. So and 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 the thing is, is that it's. If you're using it continuously before you don't get that kind of build up and excitement to yeah. it. So the main theme, we start off with it at the beginning of the film. Right. And again, 
I just do a hint to it. Just the ba da 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 I'm trying not to give too much. Because I think that the whole point of that theme, to me at least, was to turn it into the the spirit of Terminator. Mm-hmm. The legacy, the legend. <laughs> Um, mythology yes and not necessarily make it a person because also the Guardian now that relationship with Sarah Connor we knew that that had to get developed and that was going to be their own theme Uh, the pops in her yeah Uh, yeah. so so that that was their own identity and it was like okay well let's just make the famous theme which is a beautiful theme and when it's played um, emotionally and and very simply it's a it's a very um, heart-wrenching theme. Yeah. So, so it wasn't set rule. It's just, but we kind of knew rough places where we thought it would work. Right. Um, and then, and then got into the other world of what the other themes were, and the main theme was that fate, hope. Right. Um. And you, you did a a, it, you're, a really cool like kind of three note type thing, right? Which is kind of the bedding of the the whole score. Yes. So. How did that come to be, and how did you kind of, I guess, variate it throughout? I think, ironically, David and Alan, when we started on it, we knew that the the most important, not the most important, but what we had to build to was the sacrifice. Right. And that had to, we had to kind of... Spoiler alert. Uh, well, who sacrificed? Oh, I guess no. <laughs> Sacrificing a sandwich that was made. Right. Um, so, so uh, this album, we, 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 we double checked that there was no spoilers on the album, and it was like sacrifice. So, what does that mean? Um, and um, that the sacrifice was the really the themes that we were using for that scene. We knew that we had to build to right, um, and. And the weirdest thing is, is that I'm, I don't know why I, I kind of always thought everything seemed to be in through the th- three to me was a a number that mm-hmm. um, I got connected to with this film, and the fact that the original theme was a three note hook, right. um, and hope and fate, and the fact that Kyle and Sarah and and Arnold's character there was always a kind of a, a triangle thing going on. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, w- when starting off on it, I think I, I, I wrote I wrote that theme quite a few times, and David and, and Alan were very they they just they didn't know what they were wanting, and it wasn't like we were able to find a reference piece and say this is the emotion. Right. Um, it was something that that well that's the that's the tricky thing about music is that it either hits you or it doesn't. Right. And after quite a few failures, <laughs> which is going to be the general uh, journey that we're going to discuss with any theme that I seem to do, um, is is you know all of a sudden it just hits. Yeah, it's like a song, a pop song. I think some some people do very well where they they can you know when you hear stories about Elton John writing a song in four and a half minutes, it's pretty amazing. Right. Um, and sometimes, because the other thing is that I, I kind of got I got introduced into this world and I was a new a new boy at yeah. school really because everybody else had been on it for about two three years mm-hmm. so I kind of get invited in um, and it's a bit cheeky for me to say this is the John Connor theme <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it, 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 it's 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 you have to you have to get into it right um, 
and that's not that's not an easy thing. And also because you're dealing with uh, a huge franchise, so it's I mean it is protected and treasured by the studio, by the filmmakers, and everything. I think it's the you know what the the pressure to me I think is the is the fans. True. Because I I ne- I didn't necessarily feel a pressure. Um, from the studio, mm-hmm. or, I, I never thought of that. Okay. I thought about, and I think again, it's mainly because of. I still think that you know my interesting experience was coming into the maybe the middle of Assassin's Creed, the video game, right? And that come appearing with brand new themes and getting hate mail saying, "What have you done to Jasper? Yeah. yeah, what have you done to his music?" It's like, <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. Um, you know, and and and, and it's in it's a it's um you know i i'm only i'm only kind of strangely enough learning about this type of thing right and and when doing that main th- the 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 end credit piece where we just totally go just for go brad's back, theme yeah. um there was many versions there was interesting versions with um you know my my orchestration teacher would have been well impressed with what i was pulling <laughs> off but it wasn't really the film because I think what you wanted, or what I felt personally, if I was a fan of Terminator, I want—I just want to hear what there was, but brought into this time period. Right. You don't need interesting string lines and woodwind patterns <laughs> appearing. So it was very—it was really just sonically taking it to a different time period. Right. So that was the pressure to me. That's how I looked at it. Right. Because the. The film is of that franchise. Yes, we know that. But right. We're moving on, but it's still connected. Right. Um, and and I think also if you ha- if you feel if you think that you have that pressure and the fear, I don't think you get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're sitting there, you know, the, the the night before, just looking at the keyboard, going, ah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, it's something that I think you learn to remove. Right. And I think it's an interesting because it's it's an it's a, it's a maybe it's just maturity in life and because I th- I, I think ten years ago I would have been petrified to do something this big. Uh, yeah, you know, but then I don't think you think of it right at the time because I think that like the first video game I did was Call of Duty that was pretty big. Yeah, five hundred million in five <laughs> days. It, um, I mean, it was the highest grossing entertainment entity yes, of all time on day at one. the time. Yeah, at the time. they make a two billion in a yeah, day the now. Next one is um, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that I don't think you. You know, somebody asked me a couple of days ago. They said, "Oh, what's the difference between? Do you, are you more? Are you more? Um, do you feel more pressure when you work on a big budget film compared to an independent film? And there's no difference to right. me. There's no difference right. because you're still trying to do the same job. Right. Yes, on the big budget, I've got more string players to play with and the low budget you've got two right um but the 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 pressure i feel is kind of the same thing mm-hmm. you're, you're you're still doing the same job to try the music the underscore story right uh i mean you mentioned talking about you know you have something like uh terminator which is mm-hmm. huge and then you're also doing a lot of small documentaries too mm-hmm. which are fantastic and i think it's mm-hmm. a lot of great writing and uh, i think it, it just balances the idea of $200 million sequel blockbuster and then you have these filmmakers who are just like squeezing every last dollar mm-hmm. they have into something. Squeezing every last ev- note. Every last note out of you, <laughs> out of everyone on the production. I mean, 
Do you find a difference in terms of, I guess, creativity or, or I mean, I don't want to say quality because that's, you know, no, everyone is trying to make the best work possible. Of course. But um, do you see more, do you see that, I don't know, I guess the idea of the sequels and everything that's going on in the film industry in the studio, at least in the studio business right now, do you think it's uh, detracting away from what film should be and it's reflecting on, I guess, the human condition, human journeys, because we're just seeing blowing up and and, so what? and and comic books and all that which is fun but do you find more rewarding stuff when you're working on like documentaries or something smaller like no. that no i i you know i i i've only i gained something new i've started learning is that somebody watching a daytime soap opera mm-hmm. uh the young and the restless or something <laughs> i don't know if that exists but maybe oh yeah that's, um, that's one <laughs> the young and the restless Somebody watching that gets the same enjoyment out of that as watching the the King's speech. Right. That's what we do. Right. And I think that when you kind of start, for me to kind of feel that um, it's any different, I, I don't un I, I don't understand it. If you want to watch something and there's explosions, it's escapism. Right. This yeah. is what film is about. This is what gaming is about. Um, and. I don't think I, 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 I just don't understand it mm-hmm. because I think that I do documentaries because I love documentaries. I feel it's the one time, especially now, where you get to learn something. True. With television, it's very difficult because you've got commercial breaks, you've got the fact that you know a commercial break's about to happen, so you've got to build to it. Right. And uh, it's, you know, when you watch the... The History Channel, it's like, was Hitler involved with UFOs <laughs> to the commercial break? You know, you're, it's always, you get the answer at the end. No. Um, and, and and I think that I, you know, I was very fortunate when I when I did Salinger. I I never heard of J.D. Salinger. Right. But I, all I knew was Catching Their Eye had affected so many people. Right, yeah. Everybody has their memory about reading it. A lot of people do. Um, I read it in, in high school. It was required reading. Yeah. 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 And and this, to me, th- that wasn't part of our reading material in Britain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, gosh, I watched this documentary. Um, nobody had told me what I was about to watch. Right. I simply went to Shane's house to watch at the director, and I was watching, and I thought, wow, what an amazing life. Yeah. And, and... And I got something from it, and it's the same as gaming. I I don't play games. Have but... you have you started playing games? Did you score games? Oh, or... I did. A f- <laughs> I, I I had a little go last year, a year and a half ago, and I lost about forty eight hours. <laughs> but I sat I sat down, and and it came out. And it's like, oh, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not leaving. Um, I just haven't got that temperament. I'm just not able to. I can't cut off. And it's the it's the same way when I sit in here and I start writing. Um, I look and it's now 5am wow. and then you, I weigh it up oh, God. it will take me 20 minutes to get home I'll just continue <laughs> just stay the night Yeah, <laughs> but no I think it is about um, you know I, Terminator was an interesting because the thing is yes there's a lot of explosions and there's action but there is a, there's, there is a lot of emotion in it there is and I was actually really surprised at the relationship they built with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator and Sarah Connor, which is, I guess, kind of calls back to John Connor as mm-hmm. a kid in that one, which everyone loved that yeah. relationship there. Yes. And, you, and you guys built it 
and it, the music played very well towards the end and, and, yeah. and really kind of built on that. I wasn't expecting that, which was really nice. Yes, I don't think... I don't. You know, what was interesting was there was a couple of scenes where we there was no music mm-hmm. and just by accident the scene was running in Pro Tools and the... the the fate hope theme I had it in the sequencers and it was playing and it and we kind of just went it was just interesting everybody went silent mm-hmm. because we always we all especially on this one we really did nearly every night meet up and they would have to sit in here and listen to my chat <laughs> but Roger the, the editor yeah and Anna and David and I just go through cues because it's very hard you sit in a dark room and write and then people appear like in a, a week mm-hmm. and you play them all those cues and say like, I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> so to get feedback every single day is is quite unique is it um, is it nerve wracking when you're playing something for the director or the producer for the first time are you are you saying I hope they like this are you doubting yourself oh I know they're not going to like this I should have done something at the last, like, at last second I shouldn't have done this or I mean what what is it is it like getting on stage, or is it just like more it's totally different? Different because there's a reason I didn't want to get into doing performance right. on stage because I th- I can't think of anything worse <laughs> than standing up in front of so many people and saying, "Here I am," you know, listen to my music. Right. I, I, I I can't. I think it's a horrible thought. But with the music, with writing music, strangely enough. You, you kind of get it. I, I personally, I get in a cocoon in mm-hmm. this room. So I feel it's my safe ground. So when people, you, 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 when playing it, I suppose I don't, I don't get scared because the thing is that I, th- I, f- I feel I've done my best. Right. And, and, and it's not like I, I'm on purpose trying to write a rubbish piece of music no, for yeah. you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something and it may work or what it might do is raise a conversation and start getting other ideas going um, because you play it and you, you're sitting here and you press play on your sequencer and they're all sitting behind you mm-hmm. and, and, and you're and, and do they fade out when you do that like when you hit that play button is it like you're just sitting there alone or is it you, you know that you're being watched over your shoulder well you know <laughs> You can feel when there's six people staring at the back of your head, um, and and it is. I don't know. I don't get scared. I I just I worry. Yeah. I worry that what I've done is 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 um, not what's in their head. And then, then I think when the, after the first communication happens, then you move on. Because I think writing, like trying to write a theme, is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Writing the cues, you get into a flow and you start doing it, and you, you kind of. You it's really working as a team, but no, I I, I don't. I, I I just worry. I don't get scared mm-hmm. because it's I it's out of my control. Right. Uh, I'm just simply trying to kind of do something that I feels right. Right. Um. I think then when you're finished, you then work, then you get scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're saying, talking about writing themes as being the hardest part. Is that the first thing that happens? Is, is that, do you sit at this piano here and you yes. come up with a theme and that's the, the first, the first notes that happen for 
most of your scores or yes. all your scores? All of them. I, apart from strangely enough, I think I think um I think when I was on the plane coming over here just before I started on Terminator, um, um for some reason I was writing blocks I'm dyslexic so I don't write manuscript on manuscript and I'm, I'm, I can't quite still read some of my notes but I was trying to figure out different rhythmical uh, variations of yeah. ba-dum ba-dum um, because I'm a percussionist mm-hmm. so that's how I started so I always think in rhythms and and I always um, look at things as patterns let me show you something if I can load up something then I'll, then this will make sense so you're talking about uh, creating, uh, as a, you're a percussionist, so rhythms mm-hmm. is, is in your blood, and, and that's what you look for mm-hmm. for a score first, is to find the rhythm? Or? Uh, well, when writing, no, what I look for in the score first is, is is you know, there's a deeper conversation. Right, it's yeah. about... <laughs> What's the film? <laughs> I, I don't just sit there and go, I know I'm going to do a, 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 a snare drum solo for the film. <laughs> um, but I, I think it, it's when it comes down to... You know, when you start writing, you things like the template, the instruments you're going to use, right. um, and I think that when watching the film, you, you're getting the color, the way it's shot, the way it's looking, right. the warmth, and um, with the concept of the fate and hope, um, it's, you know, the word it, it had to do with destiny. Um, I think David. Ellison, the producer, had used the word uh, it's like a march mm-hmm. because the thing is is that fate and hope and destiny it's no matter what we th- no matter if we're, we think we're going to change the situation it's not, Right. it's going to happen so I automatically did start thinking um, and I do apologise if I keep rubbing my beard because this beard started on the beginning of Terminator <laughs> and I'm planning to remove it at the end of Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, so the whole concept of the march started and I, and I knew... You know, I, I started doing the concept of a rhythm. So I programme that, I write that and then I know that's, that's my... My background and did Fidel's theme have any influence on that whatsoever? Because it is a, a rhythmic type theme as well. No, no, not at all. No, you know the thing is, is that that to me, it's 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 a different. It's put in a box and it's kept yeah, there okay. because, um, especially in the action scenes, there are there are lots of other rhythmical hooks. But the problem is that I knew that if I if I was to create a a another hook, right, it's going to get confusing. Uh-huh. It's like, it's it's like um, when Hans and I worked on the Bible and an AD. If we were to give every single character their own theme, <laughs> my goodness, we would be lost. <laughs> there are so many characters coming in and out, so it's, it's very it's very difficult. Um, so um, no, the the it, it, to me, it's just about trying to create something uh, that you feel that you're in a march it's destiny it, no matter what this this uh, parade is just going on and on so I, it, it I also s- has momentum too like yes. forward momentum I mean it has a march and destiny but at least for seeing progression of the story and the narrative yeah. I think that's also I mean I 
some scores I listen to, and it just feels like you're standing still, and that's always kind of infuriating, at least from yes. a listener's standpoint. But I, I, yes, but, it, but it's so difficult though because it's like uh, I, I find uh, it's interesting you say that because it's a very difficult way to look at it because the mm -hmm. thing is is that uh, you're not necessarily in control of it because all you need right. is it to be edited. <clears throat> True. And a change you're happened. based on the edit. Yeah. yeah. So um, if the editing is is not where it needs to be, then you're stuck with that, whatever that is. Yeah. You know, because the thing is, is that I think also with some of the action scenes with Arnold, I tried to do the action slow, the music slow, so it made it it it, it made it faster mm -hmm. visually. Yeah. That's what the, that was what the plan was. Right. Because especially when the two Arnolds are fighting against each other. Mm. Um, it really had to try to be big and epic. It's the two uh, titans fighting <laughs> against each other, um, and and I think the way of doing it, you know, I kept I wrote that scene quite a few times, and then it was just slowing it down, slowing it down, slowing it, slowing it down. Um, so with this, I started off with uh, the drums, and then I knew that we, I knew that. It didn't necessarily have to be a kind of a theme in one respect. Right. It was more of like a, an emotion, and I just kept trying to think of a, the concept of a, and it sounds horrible, but a pop song. Mm -hmm. But only the, the the fact the fact that it's just a simple cycle, right? And it lets you build and build and build and build and build. Right. So where that's where the. song written <laughs> um so so I, I i the reason i wanted that was because i just thought it's just it's yeah it's just continuously going and those drums happen um and then so i knew my, that chord progression and then i started thinking and again i just love a clean sequencer um <laughs> I, um i knew that i had the idea of an ostinata but again that motor that keep you going right so then that's where that idea of the drums the drums came from to start really this mm -hmm. and then it and and visually it is what to me I hear what I see right and it's the fact it constantly building 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 um, so I can you want me to play more or do you want me to oh sure I mean whatever I mean any other uh, the, th the three note stuff I mean how that kind of became the base of the score yes so uh, how did that mean it was part of it during I know kind of the emotional kind of uh, emotional parts but was it also part in, in the the structure of the action around that too or is that just the, the, the rhythmic stuff um I, I think we try we I, I tried a couple of times yeah because I was trying to remember I'm trying to remember just because I yeah no I, 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 I tried a couple of times and then it kind of started turning to become too opinionated mm-hmm and sometimes there's there's nothing wrong with action music just to sit and be comfortable and just right. 
plough. Yeah. You know, it doesn't always have to make statements. And how do you... I mean, this is not the first action movie. This is not the first Terminator movie. How do you make it feel... And we've seen the Golden Gate Bridge many times mm -hmm. in action films. Uh, we've seen it destroyed. We've seen battles on it. How do you make the sound different? Is it all just depending on what you're given and the, the canvas you're given? Or do you try to find something like, okay, this... Like, how do you make an action scene different than the last action scene that you've done before? Whether it's rhythm mm. rhythmically or emotionally, I mean... Gosh. Um, how do you make it Do you different? have, a like, a, a plat kind of... I don't want to say formula, but do you have, a, like, a no. set thing to go to? Or is it you just mm. look at it and try to find whatever the scene is giving you? Or the, sequ or the I guess, the sequence, the action sequence? Um, well, to me, look, the thing is, is that we've got kind of our chops and our hands and we know our ostinatas and we know our <laughs> drum rhythms and all that um, and but it's the way it's cut to me is mm -hmm. the thing that makes you have a different point of view and son and you try to you know now writing is really about production also right. it's not just about um, yes you know how to add violins and, and, a, and an oboe it's really what when when writing you're producing also mm -hmm. that's how i look at it because especially now with directors and producers they they sit and they want to hear how it's going to sound well it's not 20 years ago when the director the first time they heard the, the <laughs> opening sequence was <laughs> on right. the scoring stage so it's a different way of it's a different world now i mean you just played you know using your samples here yeah. exactly giving them the portrait of what they're going to yes. see yeah and 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 uh, you know that turns into another conversation over technology and yeah, whether yeah. things are good or bad. But that's another. It, it doesn't it's matter. That's, it's about, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It's organic. <laughs> My hands are organic, and I'm dealing with technology. Um, but it's 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 um, no. I don't think there's there's the one thing I try to do is to try to have um, play straight mm -hmm. because I I get. I get infuriated when I watch films and I see constant changes occurring with the music and the temp the tempo's changing constantly and I and I have I've had to do it sometimes because mm -hmm. you 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 need a shift of some time but I really I do like to try to figure out what is the tempo of the scene right and and that's the first thing because the first thing you look at we've got this wonderful tap button here mm -hmm. that um, as soon as I kind of I, I have an idea or I'm watching and I think I just start kind of tapping it and I get my tempo mm -hmm. as, as basic as that um, so that's your starting block and and then and then then I start watching it and then I put, start putting markers in to say what I should be hitting right. and what but I just I think it depends on the cue and some cues I do like to kind of keep a straight four four and start and just and play and underscore it um, instead of uh, and maybe like the orchestration punctuate the hits and the cuts mm -hmm. but it's it's never the same formula right unless you're able to write the music and they cut it to it right or you write a suite and it gets placed in and and that ever have, have you ever been on a project oh all the time yeah all the time it, it, it it's it's um which for me uh you know, if, if I were ever in that position, that's, I mean, I know time and schedule and everything, but I think that's the better way, I, for me, I think that's the better way to do it. What, to have a piece of music and to then, edit to? Right. I'm not, and I want, and not in terms of temp, but I think, like, 
just looking back at what they did with Gladiator and Hans did the battle mm-hmm. and and or looking back to Ennio Morricone and Sergio Leone and mm-hmm. look at those spaghetti westerns and those scores were written mm-hmm. prior to shooting and I think there's some benefit there because at least for me I'm not a musician so when I listen to your music or anybody else's music away from the film it does conjure images it does conjure mm-hmm. pacing and, mm-hmm. and structure in my head so I, I it's a weird thing because Im, I think images in turn give or sound gives images and then but also you need you need images to create the sounds yes. and the music that you make. So it's yes. kind of a cycle that what what comes first, yes. the image or the sound, what should come first, I guess. But then, you know, the interesting thing about it is that I think that if, if, if the editor is cutting with temp music, I always sometimes feel that the editor is now cutting to another editor's tempo. Right. Because some editors have their own tempo. Right. Um, and you, and it's, it's a strange one, but then, like for example, when I've worked on animation and I've done suites to demonstrate the themes, none of them will ever stay in the film. Mm-hmm. It's I, I, it's just impossible. It's I think animation's got far more punctuation. It, it depends, maybe some don't. But the suite, like as a whole, will never stay. Right, in but it. you take that suite and then break it down, right? Or is that just no? Like... I just I go great. Oh. Everybody likes the theme. I'm now moving on to start writing to picture. <laughs> So, because I can't, there's no way that is going to fit the storyline. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes with action, um, with 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 action films like this, yes, it, I'm sure, yes, it works nine times. You go and take a great piece, like Born, mm-hmm. and put it, and my goodness, it fits everywhere. <laughs> and I was talking with John, he goes, yeah, I go talk to somebody, he goes, oh, God damn, that Born was I in know. my temp track. And John's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a difficult one because, my goodness, it's a perfect piece of music. Yeah, it's just perfect. Because it's, you look at it, it's it's it's. He said he was experimenting with minimalism, and when I think you boil it down to something that fits on anything, mm-hmm. I mean, same thing with Hans's music. You know, Dark Knight shows up everywhere, mm-hmm. and Inception showed up everywhere, and it's just how many composers hate time you know from inception yeah, like, quite a lot of them do very well <laughs> trying to rip it off all the time right because it's in the temp all the time because yeah. it, it fits and it has that simple i guess not, not simple but just minimal uh structure to it that works i guess yeah i think i think that's it's the tricky word the word simple yeah I, when i say simple no i no 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 i'm not I'm, no no but it's an interesting thing because it's like some people I spent ages trying to write the theme for O oh, for Home, and 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 some people say it's so simplistic. It's like, right. what's wrong with that? Right, and I think Barbara Black Sheep is sim- uh, it's simplistic, but it's memorable. Exactly, and I <laughs> think I think simplism in in music I think is better because when you get too complex and the theme is going up and down all over the place, it 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 detracts from I guess the screen or the whatever is going on the screen sometimes it can take you out of it if, mm-hmm. the, if the music is calling too much attention to yep. itself but I also like music you know some people are like oh the music you should never notice the music but I always think no you should notice at least like, oh, just go get some <laughs> music and put it in then if that's the case why are you paying somebody yeah, to do it I hate that like oh no this, you should never notice the score it's like you should notice the score because I notice when there is no score so you know you see something like No Country for Old Men where mm-hmm. it's deliberately Mm-hmm. No music. It's a very different thing. Mm-hmm. So I think. Well, the interesting thing is that the film that I'm working on at the moment, Captive, that to me is, um, it's been one of the hardest jobs I've done, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of music, and when there is, there's probably only about four or five instruments playing. 
really difficult. But it's the same. It's like writing a quartet mm-hmm. is much harder than writing for a symphony orchestra, I think. And was that the, that was the idea for that for that film? It was yes. You want to keep it small, like that? Uh, or I don't less I think, music. I don't think it was the idea. It was like there was no there was no temp, mm-hmm. and and because of the subject matter, because it's it's very it's to do with faith, really. Mm-hmm. And I think it could danger really easily go into another direction. Right. And um, and there's no and it's not kind of trying to musically represent the Holy Spirit or anything. <laughs> it's it's really it's about it's a thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a, it is a it's a hard one. But then also you know sometimes I go down the route. I'm not particularly a good pianist, but I I, I try to write something that I can that. I think is playable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and, and again, then I rely on looking at it and I see the structure and it's, right. and it's, it's like a, it's like a joke. I prefer a straightforward joke than a long winded one. Yeah. Like a knock knock joke versus a three paragraph. Yes. Joke. Yeah. Yes. To get to the point. Yeah. I get, get the payoff quicker, I guess. Yes. And again, yeah. it's kind of down to the songwriting structure mm-hmm. and, 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 and ironically, with 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 this theme, it kind of is the hook. I suppose it's the hook, but the main theme is that horn line. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da, it's just constantly rising. Right, and you can see it. Yeah, yeah. and 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 um, and it's an emotion that you get from it. Well, you get that. I mean, it is that that swell. It's kind of this. It swells bigger and bigger, and you start from. And I love those builds, and I yeah. think it, you, did, you did a fantastic job in Terminator with that because you get the again momentum pushing towards that, and when it climaxes, you get this, I think, a rush of emotion from the music when when that happens. So you, you're working towards that payoff. Yeah, way, yeah. and and it's hard because the thing is is that it's it's um, you got to ha- kind of have the balls to kind of hold on to that idea and let right. it go. Yeah, because. You you look at it and you go, oh no no, I should change it. I should mm-hmm. I should not just keep or something. Throw in another chord and say no, just just own it. Yeah. And 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 let it keep going. Mm-hmm. But everything's different, you know. Yeah, every project's different. And but just also, I mean, looking at you do a lot of video games too, which mm-hmm. are fantastic, and that's different because you were talking about oh you write a suite for animation and it's never used in the film but yeah. video games i feel like it's pretty much sweets right and then they or you try to find whether you're scoring cutscenes versus oh gameplay yes. and you're you're i mean do you you're not scoring to picture you're scoring yes oh you are yes of course because so, a lot of people i talk to they say uh they're lazy talking? well <laughs> i think it's that uh, maybe the de- maybe you work with better developers like i cl- talked to cliff martinez and i showed him uh, I talked to him about Far Cry. He did Far Cry Four, and he's like, "Oh, let me know how it is." And, and I, he's like, "I've never seen it in the the game because they, he would just be on the phone and be like, oh, we need between a one to ten on tension. We need like a five And he'd be like, "Okay, here you go." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's a four And he's like, "Oh, sorry." And he, they're just trying to get an emotion or I don't know a feeling or something. But you mm-hmm. were writing to gameplay or to uh, both. The, the reason I got into video games, I I. I I'd done Call of Duty, right? And that was, but that was with uh, Hans, right? And then my first solo one was Assassin's Creed. But the only reason I got it was because I'd been asked to do a cinematic trailer for them, right? So I did it, and they liked it, and then 
I took and then I started doing mm-hmm. everything. Um, but um, no, the cinematics. I always uh, write the cinematics to pictures right, very yeah, easily. The but then the gameplay. Um, I always get given what I'm gonna. Obviously, what I'm writing is not going to be in the same thing because right, he could be standing there rubbing his bottom for about five <laughs> minutes. Um, so it doesn't. Uh, it, it's yeah. it's not that. But um, I have to see what I'm writing to mm-hmm. because if not, what what am I doing this for? Right. Um. And and sweet wise, I think the only times I've ever done sweets was on um, Beyond Two Souls. Right. And that was purely to make it very clear um, the food groups. And then again, of course, that game's far... It's a different type of game. Completely different. Uh, um, So so the sweets didn't really appear in the game. But that was was my rules. That's what I knew that this is what you grab from and you make it work. Right. Um, So, yeah. It's it's different for everything, really. Let's talk about... You as oh dear. as a human Ther- being therapy session. <laughs> um, what where do, where do you go to recharge like recreatively? What's don't your, you don't don't, which is probably a problem. But but I really um. Would uh, you say you're a workaholic? No, no, <laughs> because <laughs> um I, I'm I just absolutely love this. Yeah, and. Somebody asked me yesterday, when, uh, when did you decide to become a composer? Yeah. I, I never kind of, on Monday, went to my careers advisor and go, I'm going to become a, a, a film composer. I didn't know what film music was right. when I started. Um, and um, I I just, I, I can't get to sleep when I'm in the middle of a queue. I find it impossible well, if it's in your head, I know that feeling as terms of just writing the screenplay or anything. Yeah. If it's stuck in there and you're, it's just playing. Well, it's in your a head pu- like to me. It's a puzzle, right? And I don't necessarily. Uh, you know, I've worked. I've worked as an assistant and an additional composer to a lot of composers, mm-hmm. and everybody's got a different way of working. Yeah. And some people create a, a map, so they can see the structure, from A to Z. Um, of a rough idea of what they're doing, and then they go in and start working on it that way. Mm. Um, and I and I kind of semi do it, but but to me, I kind of I, I I find it the hardest thing is when you've got you know you've got a six minute action cue, mm-hmm. and it's ten o'clock at night, and I'm only a quarter of the way through. It. I can't. That's it. You won't be able to stop nope. it and pick it up in the morning. No, nope. no, I can't. I can't do it, and I love it though, and it's it's. Um, you know, it's that phrase, it's not a job, it's a hobby you get paid yeah. for. And I think that's, yeah, I mean, you're lucky and everyone who gets to do what you do is really because you're doing something that you don't see as work, and I think that's the... God, no. The I, think if, I think if you treated it as work, I think then you start getting a bit, uh, I don't know, maybe tired from it. But no, I, I just, I think we're just so blessed to be able to do it. Right. And blessed to be able to work with great musicians and... Um, it, it, it's it really is just it's fun so uh what's the best uh late night snack for <laughs> for fueling for fueling <laughs> cliff bars <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after that <laughs> sore throats <laughs> i got a drawer of everything in here the most embarrassing is that i've got johnson's body lotion <laughs> which is an instant tan <laughs> Oh dear, um, uh, but um, uh, no, 
And also, you know, the other thing, the difficult thing with schedules nowadays is that, um, especially when you're working on games, you're not working on it all the time. Because games take a few years. Oh, gosh, yes. And then you're working on an animation and you write a scene, then you stop for a couple of um, weeks. So there's always multitasking going on. Do you ever... You never overlap projects. Are you never working? Yes, on, of course. You do. So are you working on two different stuff? I mean, how does? I guess some people. Yeah, you said they don't like that because they don't like it. Because how do you, you, you have a switch in your brain? You can go from oh Terminator to oh something else. Um, yes, and I think that some some composers don't like doing that, and right. and rightly so. But I actually quite enjoy it because I think that weirdly enough, it let, if I'm stuck on one idea for something else, I get a break. But I'm thinking about. Right. and 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 uh, it lets you kind of have have that but a lot of composers don't like that yeah but then what what are you meant to do right if 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 there's a hold up with the animation or the game then there's nothing to there's nothing to do so so instead of just sitting on your ass you just try to find something else to plug in between like I mean, does it, does it, I mean, is it hard to schedule that? But I mean, oh, horrendous! Because how do you figure that out? Because everyone, <laughs> scheduling on just one thing is an, a nightmare. But when you have other, it's like, oh, what's this doing? What's this doing? Can I fit this here? Can I fit this there? I mean, how? Mm-hmm. It's. But then that, that's why having a team, right, is so important. It's 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 no different than a than any other company. Yeah. And you need a good team around you, and mm-hmm. I'm very blessed that I do, and and it's and it's. You know, the thing is that I don't think a lot of people's, you know, there's all these myths about, well, people don't write things and additional composers, right? The, the way we work now is that the edit will change on Monday and they have a screening on Tuesday and right. they want the music to be in that screening. How do you do that? Right. You know, you need, a, it's a big force that gets through a big film nowadays. Right. But, I mean, when something like that happens, do you feel like that, in their eyes, with the producers, the executives, and the directors these days, do they think like, "Oh yeah, they can do it"? I mean, should it be like that? Should that be? Would you prefer more time, or is it like it doesn't? No problem. I mean, you don't have a choice. There's no choice, but... and it, and and it is what it is. Right. And and some composers I know that will say it's just ridiculous. Yeah. There's no, there's no way I can. It doesn't matter. Right. That is it. You know, it, it it's it's we live in a world where now they know that. The technology exists yeah. the same way with editing. Right. It is not cutting that film and, and making that bigger decision. Mm-hmm. Now it's in this box and we're able to demonstrate it far easier. So there's no point kind of thinking it, that is just the way it is and that's it. It's the same way that, gosh, it's a shame that we don't get to use as many musicians. Right. It's a shame because budgets are down. And we can't do anything about it. I, I don't know how one fixes it. That's the problem. No, I mean, just also, I mean, because in Los Angeles, there's the, the problem, you know, a lot of work is going to, to England and everything. Mm-hmm. And how do you, you know, people are complaining, but it's like, it's like arguing if, you know, Best Buy was arguing with Amazon, you know, just like picketing, like, oh, why are you shopping there? But yeah. it's like, because they got better prices, you know, you have to compete. I think it's a business. And I think it's also difficult. I don't know. If, what I noticed when I moved out here, because when you don't live in Los Angeles or you don't work in Los Angeles, you're in kind of a little protective bubble of mm-hmm. creativity and you're mm-hmm. in love with the. Have you when you moved here and you started working? Did you notice you really had to juggle business as well as creativity? I mean, um, I think I think it's only until recently I now understand it's called the music business yeah. <laughs> and the film business. Right. 
So uh, it's you. Do you have to be a businessman to be able to do this job? I th I think nowadays you really do need to be aware of everything around right, you. Yeah. Because um, the only person that's got your interest, your best interest, is yourself. Right. And because, uh, because it, it's just people make mistakes and that contract there's this thing in the middle missing <laughs> and it's 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 um it's a shame but then that's the world we live in and yeah. and and especially with music now it's so accessible and pirated and, and taken onto youtube um if you don't spend a bit of your time monitoring these things yourself also to double check it you 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 food that should be in your child's mouth right. is being taken away. Yeah. You know, yet yesterday, I think the school for Terminator came out and it only took about eight hours for it to be on on um, YouTube. I mean, they, there's forums. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's a shame, but it's it's uh, it is. I mean, how do you how do you fight again? How do you fight it? How do you? <laughs> no, but it's the same concept of some people have said about. Well, we need a composers union. Right, which you guys don't have. Nope, but I can't. I I just don't know how. I think it would be great because healthcare could get put together and, and right. benefits like that. But the problem is, is that the way films are being made now, there's the culture of very low independent film being made. Right. And if a composer gets told what the budget is and he says no, I'm not going to do that, there will be another budget. Like, yes, I'll do that. Right. And it's just the way it is, and it's a shame, unless every Every composer did a uh, an an oath to <laughs> to never doing something because it's not like you can put a tight with a musician. It's a block of three hours. Yeah. Um. In those, in each hour, they're allowed to play for twenty. Uh, you know, whatever it is. Right. A composer. What am I meant to stop writing in here at right. you don't work nine, nine o'clock? Yeah. No. You're here. No. So nine, it's yeah. it's a very it's a very difficult thing, and it's a shame, but I don't see it changing. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, it, it, it's just an. Int I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting. I think it's what. What's more interesting is that you have run out of questions. <laughs> well, Why didn't you make a list? <laughs> There's so many things we could have discussed. This is this is organic, Lauren. This is back and forth. <laughs> 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 I don't want to make a list for you. I'm not a machine, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you so much. For My your pleasure. time and for inviting me here and and uh, this has been such insightful and, and so much fun. So thanks Good. so much. Glad you enjoyed it. <laughs>